0: Rising podcast what's up everybody welcome back to the Lux Rising podcast where we try to shed light on some dark subjects and uh, we've got awesome guests with me today of course my partner in crime (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and our Patriot. We also have an awesome guest as well. The real fake talk show is here with us. So uh what's up, everybody?
1: Are you doing Thanks hey, for hey, having us nice? Yeah, yeah, for real. For real. It's awesome to uh be on uh on your show for once. <laughs> well, we
0: were doing a bit of impromptu, kind of yeah. decided to just jump on, do something live, something fun and cool. Totally, totally. totally. Love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, and this will also be going uh, live to your shared YouTube account right now as well. So,
0: right. So, uh, Real Fake Talk Show, if you want to go ahead and plug your stuff, let everybody know where they can find you.
2: I'm Steve. My home address is nine nine from the Real (laughs) Fake Talk Show. Just starting out here as well. And I've been having the the luxury of talking to these gentlemen a couple of times. And I'm on YouTube, Apple. Let's leave it at that for now, and uh, and Twitter, and we'll we'll get into why on that in in a little bit. But uh, just YouTube and Apple right now, and uh, yeah, appreciate you having me.
0: For sure, it seems like every day the list. Of platforms that we're on, it's <laughs> smaller and smaller, right? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, for sure,
2: yeah. Which is good, right? Like it's like, hey, here's my 17 websites I'm on, right? Like, right. Hey,
0: check me out on each of the following. I'm say Here that. I'm on uh, D Live. Like it starts to get into like the ones that no one's heard of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Backpage.
1: <laughs>
0: MySpace.
2: <laughs> oh, MySpace. Yeah. MySpace yeah, Revive by Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, right, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: you know what's so? Far, I actually made. Uh, I made it and then I never did anything with it. I actually made a MySpace account recently to try to like put up my DJ mixes because I someone was like, "Yo, people still do use that a lot for music stuff," and, and then it, it, it is still actually pretty active. And I was surprised. Is it on MySpace. My, yeah, and I was surprised. Like, you can actually, like, upload your shit to it and everything. And I was – I didn't I, – I spent the time to make the account. I just didn't do anything with it yet. But I was like, yo, I might literally, like, you know, if I can figure this out, maybe push – let's start
2: pushing MySpace
0: again. Oh, I had some right?
2: music on there from back in the day of oh, uh, my friends, and it got purged in, like, two – because it was from, like, 2004, 2006 or something like that. So it got purged, and I was devastated. So I didn't even know what they had it on. It's pretty cool.
0: They yeah. did that announcement where they said, pretty much like, hey, if you want any of the old music that you had up, you need to take it off, get it off now, because it's just going to all be nuked.
2: <laughs> yeah. the problem is they announced that on MySpace, which was dead. Right. That's right. <laughs>
0: been so like, oh, like, yeah. on MySpace. Hey, uh,
2: get the music off, or we'll take it off. Yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, I guess we wanted to kind of get into crazy events that have been going on, um, especially with censorship and everything. Uh, and why did you want to tell everybody where they can find you real quick though?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, my stuff, uh Bit, Shoot, rumble and all uh major podcasts. Um, I mean, I know we're going to get into it now and Lux, Lux is probably going to bring it up, but uh, you know, Spotify is being a problem and that has been a problem prior to the Joe broken soap opera saga. So uh, I don't know how long that's going to last and I'm not going to keep on trying to put my shit up if they keep, Denying it, so right. uh, Spotify may not be much of an option anymore. But I am on uh, everything else: uh, BitChute, Rumble, and Odyssey. And, oh, and YouTube, and in the shared YouTube account that me, you, and the tour share.
0: That's right. So, and that's called you know, that's brand new. Uh, it's called Tour and More. But uh, make sure that you spell. I did notice there is another Tour and More, uh, but it's another yeah, Because yeah. so I was like, fuck. So when you try and find our page, just make sure that you type in you know all caps for tour tor so yes so what do you think guys what's going on with spotify (laughs) what's going on with all the censorship are we past the precipice is is this ever going to get better um or sort of is this the the nail in the coffin
1: I don't, oh, man. I mean, I'll, I'll be real quick and I'll let I'll let uh, my boy over here talk. But I mean, like, you know, like we were even saying earlier off the air, uh, I had problems with Spotify originally with my own show. And then uh, I had made my own account so I could try to, like, you know, do it again. And, uh, you know, that worked for a while. But then, like, you know, before any of this Joe Rogan stuff happened, I had already had a problem and the occult rejects for like two weeks before this whole Joe Rogan thing had already started having problems. So to me, my opinion, I think this was something that is going to happen and just already had, you know, unfortunately with Spotify.
0: Mm.
2: I don't know. What yeah. you- well, well said. And uh, you actually brought the situation to uh, before in our offline chat, uh, I had just not named Spotify just now because I had just found out about this, but uh, and and because Joe Rogan is a raging racist, and <laughs> and I think that, I don't want to produce content where we're sharing Joe Rogan and my name because then I'm a racist. You see how that works? Right? <laughs> Insanity. Uh, but I do uh, I do understand what's going on, and it's pretty it's pretty crazy. But uh, like for me and i don't want to go too deep into the nuts and right off the bat but like i've just seen too much manipulation of my thoughts that every time my thoughts are being told what to think there's a there's a lot there's like a a alarm that goes off even when it's for what i'm thinking right like this even my echo chamber now is starting to say hey watch yourself right like watch yourself and like uh, that was i don't know when we want to get into what's happening in canada but it, it all, to me, is interwoven. Like, right, there's, there's a certain precedent that you set. And it's not whether you like Joe Rogan or you don't like Joe Rogan. But when you set a precedent yeah. for taking something off that you don't like, it, it's a multifold problem. My, my first problem with it is you don't discredit anything that you are absolutely, like, vehemently denying that it exists. So it's like we're saying this guy is, is spreading information that is killing people. We, the whole the whole world of smart people disagree with them and we can't have one person go on his podcast, which is the widest range thing which I believe could be a, another part of the problem. It's the w- largest audience uh, reach right now. The numbers that they list are American numbers like US North America numbers We're getting into Europe and all that. He, he reaches an incredible audience which I I, I think people gotta wonder what's going on. And I think the point oh. being made, is is Joe Rogan our freedom fighter? Like keep in mind he signed a, a deal for a hundred million dollars not to be a freedom fighter. Right? Like it's like you he, like he's like, hey, we have like the thing I love about Spotify is that there's no censorship, but
0: <sighs> I, <laughs> well and really? t- to tell you too, a lot of this is uh it's a much bigger psychological operation than just the censorship thing. Because uh, I believe one of the main goals for why they're doing all that they're doing is not to remove, not only to remove content from the Internet that they disagree with, but also to make you censor yourself, Mm. even in your own mind. And that's real magic. That's real mind control. Because if you sit there and you're having conversations with friends or something, or, you know, you're making a podcast, yeah. you've know, got to dance around all these different things that you're saying, what do you want to say? They, they've got a, a ticket into your mind now. And that's a really dangerous thing, you know? Uh, and that goes deep as well with
2: the algorithms and your and your circles. And they're giving you the arguments to go make enemies with your best friends, right? Like I got my friend, uh, Steve-O, he was on my very first podcast. We argue about silly shit, and like when I like do self reflect a a lot of stuff. Like it's not like I think I'm wrong on everything, but I do find myself parroting a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like in in a a good way. I feel I see he's parroting some stuff as well. But like when we like con- conceptually try to draw back and think about things we have really great conversations right but it's very hard for us to do that without tripping up and i've started self-censoring myself in these conversations uh-huh. because i have a sh- like i'm i don't know i'm kind of I have a temper and like i just for me when i see one thing i like i'll run down the path with it and i won't <laughs> meet the conversation at where it is so like i'm oh like i'm on mile 20 of the conversation in a marathon and we're talking about the first mile. And I'm like, fuck, you know, like oh, sorry, sorry. Like that is a good and it's it, it's insane. So I'm trying to find a way to like how because I think like a lot of people do think like we don't no one wishes for the destruction of mankind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, not no one, but like not us, not the people I'm conversing with. And well, actually, I don't know, Steve. I really hope he's not Yo, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you want to you know I want to add that you know,
1: both of you has both touched on it about censoring yourself. Uh I mean, it really is, and and like, and what Lux had get at was getting at with you know it trying to you know make us censor ourselves. We kind of touched upon this, I think, uh, it was on meeting on the lines. And uh, one, I'll add some stuff I think from our own experience too about the whole censoring. Um, when I first came out, I censored myself a lot on my own beliefs because I was looking at other shows and i was uh worrying about what uh conspiracy theorists seem to be taking uh as truth as a majority if i said something that didn't go along with that will my show not be listened to will Mm i have people leave comments i don't want to deal with uh so i censored myself in the beginning of my own show uh then when me and lux even i think with the occult rejects there were things that we censored ourselves almost the same thing with my own show, and uh, at one point I think we just said "fuck it" and we stopped censoring ourselves, and you know things are you know, totally different. Our show is where it is probably, you know, mainly because of that. But um, so we have, like, technically, if you want to look at it, you had the conspiracy community that will actually censor you if you don't believe specific conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Um, now you have my opinion. Most people, I would think, that really even understand, not understand, or are paying attention to this Joe Rogan thing, or people who listen to podcasts. And one, the people who are probably really paying attention to it are the ones who are making podcasts. That is the one that I think is probably has people worried and thinking about it the most because they are part Mm -hmm. of that. And now. People are like, fuck, well, Spotify reaches a lot of people. Maybe I should start censoring myself. So now it comes back to, again, what Lux was saying. You know, we have all these fucking things telling us to censor ourselves, you know, coming from all different angles. And I think that's really what Spotify is also trying to do in a way I think it's letting it, you know, the people know, unfortunately, a lot of conspiracy people and a lot of podcasters choose anchor and Spotify because it's free. Mm -hmm. So now all you people that are using our free fucking service, you're going to have to censor your fucking self. If you want to keep fucking doing what you're doing. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: a lot of people are going to do that. And today I said, fuck you. Tanker and Spotify, and I pulled the occult rejects off of it and put it onto Spreaker.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, Man, I yeah. Love that, that's a really good point as far as the um, the self censorship because that goes deep as well. Everything's like it's not like the hey Spotify's the first one to bring up uh, like the woke culture in a lot of things where it's like if if someone were want to try to use this very carefully, okay. There is a uh, red Care Bear. Okay, this red Care Bear. Rape someone. <laughs> and this red care bear now rapes someone and red care bears happen to be the most oppressed level of all of the animals in this magical kingdom okay so this red care bear that that is now potentially rapist maybe a crazy person maybe doing not good in society the other Care Bears and the other animals in this kingdom want to say something about this. And they're like, okay, well, hey, Mr. Care Bear, that's not nice. And then the Red Care Bear is like, whoa, do you understand who you're talking? To? I'm a Red Care Bear. And then the whole society is like, dude, shut the, don't point out the Red oh, Care Bear. Yeah. If you, if you, if you are you trying to stay, like, are you, a, are you against Red Care Bears? So <laughs> don't point out the fact that he raped someone next time, please. And and this is obviously a fake situation, Kay. I stand for red Care Bears. <laughs> no, but you know
1: what? This analogy, that analogy is rampant, in my opinion, <laughs> throughout the podcasting community.
2: Yeah, I, I think that has a, 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 it's been like a progressive thing. That's why I'm like I'm very careful right now on everything. That was like because I'm so passionate, I'm so uh, impulsive sometimes especially with our, our buddy Steve, because we have really good conversations where we're representing both sides. I want to jump to that other side. But I'm like, oh, I really got to walk both sides fully and then take out myself out of the walking shoes and be like, who's making me walk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then be like, why are they making me walk? And then, and right now, I just, like everything seems like it's a Trojan horse. Joe Rogan seems like he's a, 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 a represent of a, of a bigger thing that could happen, which like you said, is maybe drawing a line for what you can and can't say. Maybe it's right. saying, Hey, maybe don't talk about this. Like we we had a 30 minute conversation before this podcast about what we should and shouldn't say. So if that's not a message sent in some way, shape or form, I think even for, for intelligent minds like us who've seen past that, we're still, we still had a 30 minute conversation about it. So yeah. think of the effects on that to people who don't even see that, to see the, the impacts of it if you were to run 20 miles and then see where we're at, which is the frustration it, that a lot of people feel, like I said, which is where I wanted to get into later. How do we meet people at where they're at and how do we, instead of just telling everyone that they're wrong or they don't know about the, the rock that's coming up or... It, 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 we need to get out of the blame culture because I think that's the one thing that people are starting to understand. It's doing mm. no good left, right, Red M M&M, blue M M&M. M. Like it's like we're all the same color in the end. I love that line. It's uh like it's
1: no, um, you're totally, no, you're totally right. We we need to we really need to, you know, and, and I'll be totally honest with you, and you know, maybe think I'm not, you know, sympathizing the left. But I think if we brought everything down to what we really all want and what we really all are trying to look for. It's the same thing. It's just different sides have different ways of expressing it, Mm -hmm. you know, or different ways that they've been brainwashed into what liberty and freedom means. But I think if we were to, you know, tear down these fucking labels and these walls and these divisive things that we've put ourselves into and actually, like I said, had conversations, we could start somewhere and actually as a whole probably all get where we're going and be quite happy about it.
0: Right. You know I mean, know that's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's funny that everybody
1: you... It's a fucked up world as everybody thinks. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God, if you're saying that the left might actually, you know, this and that, it's going to look like a fucked up, you know, fucked up world out there. No, I really, that's all part of the fucking slave system to make them think that mm-hmm. that's what liberty is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, you know what I'm saying? I think if we all took away these labels and these ideas that we think they were attached to, that puts us on sides, if we were just to toss it. To the curb for once and just listen to each other uh, we might actually realize like fuck we all want the same shit here yeah and the real fucking problem is the people
0: that we think are going to save us mm. exactly and you know when it comes to like the censorship stuff you know the left kind of like more or less cheers it on because they you know they put it in the news it's this it's that these things are really harmful and then the left will look at it and will say, "Whoa, those things are harmful. It should be taken down. This thing is causing someone to act violently, or or to, to you know have an opinion that could cause someone to get hurt." Okay, but you have the the left has to understand it is not about things that could potentially get people hurt. Okay, because it's about free thought. It has nothing to do about content that could potentially be harmful. Because if you get on YouTube right now. You can find 101 million documentaries about the craziest damn serial killers the world has ever seen. They have live videotape of all these confessions of them talking about how they did these grotesque things, getting thousands and thousands of views, people talking about how they got away with murder and how to, you know, pull this thing off. We don't think that that's potentially harmful to people. I mean, no, no,
1: you're- no, not to interrupt you, but you're making such a great point right now because, like, this is probably, you know, I, I, and it seems like everybody's wife loves these shows too, you know, which is <laughs> which worries me. But you <laughs> know, I, I always love these ID, this channel, that channel. Kind of, you know, have <laughs> fucking shows out there that could show you how some chick pissed off could fucking oh, kill the husband and get away I with love it. Love that exactly. We can exactly. watch that over and over and over again. showing you Rogan
2: how- had a conversation with a scientist and a doctor right but cancel them like back into inside the mind of lorena Bobbitt, <laughs> yeah. we will find out what forced her and the step she took and the type of knife she used to cut her husband's penis off right finding one suspect email that led to nothing <laughs> right and, and then what we just do one mistake she would have never have gotten yeah. Right. <laughs> how to get away with murder oh wait
0: that's a show <laughs> right My bad. and to, to <laughs> a point to, to what you were saying earlier about you know we want similar things like the left has to understand that that it's not about it's not about censorship to keep things that are harmful away from people it's it's about free thought and one thing that i really dislike because like you said and why the left and the right both of them have a lot of things in common that they that they want and it's, it's more about the people in control that are keeping us from getting the things that we want. And then we look to those people in control as saviors. But what I hate to see is within our own community, oh. how we even separate ourselves based on like these really small little subsections of conspiracy stuff. Oh. I, I met a guy not long ago. I'm not going to go too, too deep into this, but this guy has produced podcasts and things about a whole bunch of different various subjects that are would be considered conspiracy. And I thought maybe we could have a friendship and exchange in a couple conversations. And simply because I didn't believe in Jesus that he didn't kind of want to continue this conversation, even though we agreed on 99% of everything else. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like we Mm -hmm. we gotta stop doing that. And and like you said, start to realize that it's we want the same things and we got to stop remove we got to remove ourselves from these boxes because they set a whole bunch of these boxes out just so that we can feel like we have an identity and then we're only right and we don't communicate to other people that would have valuable opinions and that if we all just agreed that we wanted to you know come together on this one issue not depending on what your religion or your age or your you know r or a d in front that we would be much way way better off you
2: know you know he said that so beautifully i just have a quick point on what he said for and it's just it's something that's triggered me we kind of talked about it before it's the left versus right and it's like that and also we talked about it, i think last time on the show uh with about uh language and the importance of of language and spelling and, and the magic we create couple that with what i was talking about before about agreements like racism is something that i don't agree to but i'm not ignorant of it uh, taking place every time i hear a left or a right even as a word it triggers me into like going like oh crap because i'm that's a system i don't agree with right i understand there's what would be considered a left view and i understand there's what we consider to be a right view but that whole premise of it is what starts everything so when you say like even like and not to call you out like it, when we say like and the left is like this even though that is a left maybe thought we now have immediately put someone who's on the left in a defensive position as they have to defend something that maybe like we're talking about two sides and you're making them defend a lot, like a whole side. So it's like if we can separate and say like, well, I wish what maybe this narrative is saying, because that's the other thing is the, the illusion of majority thought, which is I, I want to apologize to Canadians because on Patriots podcast, I just got released. We filmed it so long ago. When you guys were- I all know, I know, Canada's I know, I'm really, sorry. Not a problem to that, right. but I was saying about our subservient culture because my illusion, the agreements that I had made was Canada's bending over like we always do. And then you see the fringe major- minority stand up and it's like, man, have I been tricked? Like maybe everyone doesn't think they, maybe doesn't, everyone doesn't want me and then my friends dead or my family you know what I mean? So I think we buy into the illusion and some of the words and the way we th- like talk, even if though you're like I know what you're saying, right? I'm not saying like you're talking about all left, like a leftist opinion, right? But how do we even dissect it right at the way we talk so that we're not giving any power to that bullshit? Because I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the left or right. You could have a right opinion, but if I say something to the left, you don't identify with that, so I'm I'm automatically wrong? That's not how that works. Yes. But,
1: so. Yeah, that is something... You know, and I was even gonna say, and I'll, 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 one hundred percent use myself. I'll admit it. You know, uh,
2: I'm guilty. You know, that I a couple know. weeks ago,
1: I, you know, no, a couple weeks ago, I mean, or a month ago, I, I, I made an opinion. I'm not gonna get into what the opinion was. Start that whole shit, but I made an opinion about another show. That's you know, in the same playing the same game. I guess I am. You know, the whole po- You know, it's a podcasting community, and uh, I said something about them, and because of that. Because of my opinion of a specific person, um, I now, anything that I have to add to uh, maybe helping humanity understand certain things um, is not worth it or not, you know, not, not worth having me on or associating with me anymore because of my opinion of one man that you don't know you've never met because mm-hmm. of that I myself I've gotten canceled by people I've gotten kicked out of chats I've gotten kicked out of telegram and discord things you know I've not I've many but you know I lost a tiny bit of subscribers it wasn't that big of a difference but because of my opinion of somebody the shit that I have to offer that I'm giving away for free I'm not charging either I'm not charging you know we're asking for money
2: I'll take the some other,
1: money. The other person is, though. There's any
2: corporations no, out there want to sponsor? I, I whatever you need me to pitch.
1: <laughs> no, but what I'm getting at is that you know I have a free show oh. with no agenda to just try to help enlighten people on something that I understand that is not worth listening to anymore because of my opinion of one man within right. the podcasting community. This happened.
2: And you that know? man is Joe yeah, Rogan. Which, we, which is why why we're pulling our stuff off of Spotify.
1: when we are all supposed to be together working on the No, yeah. we're, not. we're not. We've split ourselves up. Just uh, it's blew my mind. honestly, when I started getting into the podcast thing, um, and like you mentioned it before, you can easily see how there is like fractions of clicks in circles within the podcasting community. And I I do also see another reason why I had mentioned something about this person. I'm not going to get into it is uh, creating one real huge hamster wheel of that as well. And we should be worried about that.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. And that's, that's my
1: my own experience because of something so silly that upset other people. They obviously think I have. I should not be listened to. Do not listen to him at all anymore.
2: I have you nothing know, worth saying. Yeah, the quick thing I want to say is just the the Tony Robbins in me that I've been listening to. Shout out Tony Robbins and your massive hands. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But anyways, he's he's saying like well, these these thoughts that we have and these these beliefs that we hold become incantations. And like once again, please don't think that I'm ch- like I'm calling anyone out, but just challenging the way that you said that. You said that with such certainty, such I am not a part of it. And that is how you now have put the reality of it. When maybe your opinion of it was miscited and you could, and you could, and once again, I'm always saying this with like no understanding of the situation. I'm using it as like a concept and what I'm trying to figure out, because that is what happens. Like I can use myself as an example. We'll have a conversation. Like the 90% thing is, it was a great example by Lux. You're 90% there someone says one thing you're like oh fuck this guy right you know what i'm saying like well, like everything he just said is moot now like you know what i mean it's like it, it, that and then now that is now the new perception of your world and you're like that 10 that we disagreed on fuck that guy so for that guy to move forward like that on lux for instance switching that around it's miscited it's not it's not completely understood or if lux were to do that or if you do not completely understand so it, it, it's kind of crazy because this goes back to what I was saying earlier about like the reality we create for ourselves, right? And I don't know the type of cre- reality I'm creating. Like when I'm arguing with people, when I'm creating this sense of like giving power to all these things, am, is this all in my imagination? Is this a multiverse? Like, you know, I'm looking me <laughs> in the matrix. Am I literally programming myself as I talk? Because I know in some areas of my life, i've I've, you've done that you can talk yourself into whatever it is i play sports there's times that you want to give up that you don't give up you go and find the extra thing in you in soccer to go and win a trophy especially in trophy games you you find these different motivations so um i I don't know like i just it's what i don't the words in my head i'm trying and i'm doing the same thing by the way like because with my podcast i'm nervous to put it out I'm nervous. I told you guys, I built up an image over 35 years, 15 years in the corporate world. I'm nervous to shatter it. Like, I'm nervous to be me. I'm self-censoring so much because what are people going to think of me if I even researched the flat Earth? Like, you know what I'm saying? What are people going to think of me if I think NASA's corrupt? Although yeah. those ones are my easy ones. But not that I think those, but I just, I like talking about it to challenge it, which let's tie this back to censorship. Why can't we have this? Where where is the harm in discussions? Because we're making everyone small. Like if you and me were to have a discussion, and I were to say, "Okay, listen, my like there are people out there that can't handle that, so take it off," because someone might like this goes back to like '90s rap. You guys grew up with this, like Eminem. Like, should we be is Eminem at blame for uh, someone killing their parents? Like, really? is
0: that? I, guess, I don't I don't know where we've gone as a society. Well, and the reason why it's so important that they they stop the discussion is because discussion produces solutions many times, even when you argue, you know, you can argue with someone um, and then most of the time you come to common ground, at least at the end, most of the time you don't walk away, you know, with a more with a more negative experience. Oftentimes that discussion can lead to solutions and solutions challenge systems of power because now people are, are figuring out solutions for themselves instead of it being dictated from one high so in my mm-hmm. opinion that's ultimately why i think that, that they want the discussion to stop doesn't have anything they don't care about any of the stuff that they say that you know is potentially harmful you know it's just a it's a a guy is a way for them to to create the conditions so that the discussions don't happen
2: yeah mm, you uh, know yeah i like
1: that a lot lex If you kind of look, I mean, you know, depending on what if history is even true or whatnot or how it's told to us, that's where I'm right now. If you, if you even were to look at times of like kind of great accomplishments, you know, supposedly with humanity, with, you know, breakthrough with maybe spirituality or just, you know, humanity itself coming together and creating or making wonderful things, um, you know, that was around the times where you also knew of people that held discussions and topics. And people came together and actually pondered on things together and tried to learn from one another.
0: Mm-hmm. Debates.
1: So, yeah, Debates are just conversations. And let's ponder on wh- how the fuck we even got here. Why are we here? And what's our purpose? Mm-hmm. We don't think about that anymore. That used to be a huge fucking discussion. And I think with that, among other things, brought great creativity. You know, and great freedom, and uh, we can't have that anymore.
2: Yeah, and one thing I've noticed, and I heard—I can't remember where I heard it. I'm just parroting another thing here, but the, yeah, how I expand on this thought was the 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 lack of community, and like you were saying, people coming together and having discussions is—it does so many different things. In my personal life, I'll use that Steve guy as an example. He's my favorite. I hope we—I hope he's watching. But on on the conversations we have. If we're in a, a talk where it's left versus right, right versus wrong, we are completely in a someone has to win this. And, and where we've gotten, because we, we're we really, we're, we're close friends. So it's like when we talk about it now, we're trying to, we seek to understand not to win. And that kind of just, it, it almost melts. If you want to call it narrative, I don't see Steve as my enemy in any way, shape or form. I understand his, his, where his, thoughts come from where his heart comes from he understands where my stuff like yesterday I actually opened up to him and told him where a lot of my stuff comes from i don't care about it. i literally don't give a shit like gonna sound terrible i don't give a shit about anyone like keep my family safe everyone else go, go like heroin's been a choice for life try that you know what? i don't give a fuck man like keep my family safe and you guys go do you boo boo you know what i'm saying like leave me and my family alone and don't force us to do it. That's all, all, all I've ever said. So, yeah, uh, you know what's so funny? That uh, I really hate
1: to say it, and I, you know, every once in a while, I will drop you know a couple of lines here and there that I think Crowley might have been onto. But I mean, really, you just explained pretty much the whole philemic idea. Just let me if you do what the fuck I want to do. I'm that, that I'm not bothering anybody else. I'm not hurting anybody else and stopping them from living their life. And let the other motherfucker do the same thing.
2: Yeah that's like i'm torn so on this so as well right because there is the there is the one consciousness part where it's the more you if you resist it if you resist it, it, you resist it, it persists right You're using all this fun language but if you resist it, it persists so the stuff also is i don't want to be ignorant to it. like when i say i don't give a fuck obviously i understand still because when i say i just don't give a fuck then i'm like well guess what like we're talking about agreements in reality if the majority of people agree on something that's unfortunately reality right like sorry you're well, wrong
1: i think i think more of empathy than sympathy mm. i think too, mm-hmm. in a sense like right? actually get in the yeah because i i do think uh not zero fucks like you're like you were saying don't mm-hmm. care um just understand maybe not you know i don't know how to try to say this you anyway, when we when we did the scarlet horse series and unfortunately again now i'm bringing it back to Crowley i'm not really trying to promote this guy at all but he did on one of his cards say the negative part of it was self-pity for others and at some point i think you have to realize when am i losing who i am for the the idea of somebody else you know like uh does am i losing myself thinking about somebody else that really has no impact on me doing my will at all like, like, all right, I could understand if, let's say, George Floyd's situation was real. Yeah, that's fucked up and horrible. Really? You know, that's if that was real. That was fucked up. And yeah, that shouldn't have happened. But to a certain extent, do I allow myself to be brought out into the streets to go burn buildings down because of that? At some point, I have to, I guess, have empathy for it. But I can't be so filled with pity for what happened to him. That, that now controls my life to go out and act this way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You know what
2: I'm saying? It,
1: it's, yeah. yeah no, it's, no, I
2: completely understand that. That's, that's where I think I
1: people, people don't understand that difference.
2: Yeah. And that's right. where I guess I like, question it's like, well, it, it that's where I, like when I say I don't give a fuck, that's a perfect example. I'm saying, like, if you, and that's where I think people aren't putting themselves in this situation empathy over sympathy, you nailed it. If you put yourself in this situation, like imagine we are all one consciousness and everyone is you. So if that's a situation that could be you and it is like, so it, Joe Rogan, whatever, he's a right, whatever, whatever your opinions on left, right, whatever it is, if you assert that and like project that and whatever the consequence happens to you and that consequence now happens to you in a way. Uh, you know, I'm grasping at straws here because this is where I wanted to ask you where do I go and sign up for a secret society without <laughs> my dick to old men? You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: just, well, like-, like New York Patriot says all the time, there's various different like, levels of degrees of difficulty to get in. You got the OTO, they're sort of like the Scarlet Whore, they just let anybody in. That they- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got other You guys see-
2: check out, anyone on my channel, like Lux Channel, you guys got to check out the Scarlet Whore series um it it really does paint kind of what we're talking about where like there's it almost seems like everything's an allegory you know what i'm saying like like you said earlier about the the same story being repeated over and over again movies being it's almost different people's representations of their experience it's like those artists that uh do self-portraits on drugs right and so there's like this their self-represent it's like that but like people you know what I mean?
1: Oh, I think I think we're constantly being shown a cult, you know, the same occult idea
2: and story over and over again. I mean,
1: I'll, I'll make this real quick and then we'll go back to what you were saying like and I had even said it and uh it was funny cuz I said it dangerous world Ryan thought it was kind of silly but then when I explained it he understood it to a little bit uh you know, a little bit more. I mean, you we can even take Joe Rogan as Jesus
2: right right now. Easy. Well, okay, hold on. Like just for right now, I'm clipping that and i'm going to i'm going to put it all over the internet and get new york canceled. joe rogan is <laughs> so, jesus because jesus
1: went out and supposedly was this savior that preached you know us this word that was going to save us. People didn't like it cuz it might have been giving them freedom and he ended up getting fucking censored, killed. And even some at some point when the Bible came out, we needed to burn that as well because we got to get rid of you know what Jesus was talking about. So instead, we just set of burning books, we take away episodes.
2: Instead of hanging him up on the cross, we just cancel him. Full circle yeah. what we were talking about with information being so accessible to take on the internet. Remember last time instead of just being like written, so it's like instead of burning. And,
1: and what happens now? Joe Rogan is a martyr. To the conspiracy community when nobody knows what that guy does the other 23 hours of his life when he's Mm -hmm. not the fucking mic nobody knows what's going on inside that guy's head but somehow he's a martyr nobody knows his thoughts he you know what he lets you know
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and you can even and again not that i'm defending either jones
1: no, I mean, yeah, um, Rogan could be a great guy for all I'm saying. I'm just you know, this is shit people should think about him. Really
0: well, what I was going to say is if you notice, and this has happened on a multiple occasions that I've seen, anytime that Joe Rogan and Alex Jones are in the same room, this thing happens, right? And I've seen it tons of times, is that Alex Jones will be talking about something, and then Joe Rogan will act like he doesn't know what, Joe, what Alex Jones is talking about. And then... Jones will call him out. He'll be like, you know, come on. Come on, Joe. You 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 know what you're talking about. I, I, we've I've talked about this for years. We've had we've had conversations about this for Robert. You talking about this on Tuesday. It's right here. So <laughs> even you know even if they are both actors, it is funny that one of the actors is calling out the other actor <laughs> for pretending that he doesn't know part of the story that makes him an
2: actor. Have <laughs> you ever watched wrestling? Right, like you ever see those guys like when they fuck up their lines in wrestling, and they like kind of look and like they got to improv it. Yeah. I've been. That's my big thing. Is the world is a uh, shake? You said you showed me the line Shakespeare. something Shakespeare. Some. I don't want to ruin anything, but it's something Shakespeare. That's a line from his. Is the world is a stage? Is it not. Uh, a, yeah. Is it not a. Is it not a stage. Like, and that's a big thing that I've just like. The world is a stage. Everything is is is, 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 I, I, is. So that's why I'm like. I've been like. I don't know. Like I like even. Uh, I think Alex that's Jones a lot- is A good obvious one because I think. Uh, the, my buddy who always tells me about him, is like, I'm pretty sure the reason he got out of is is some of his charges because he's like, yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just a, for entertainment, I'm an act. It's like, well, like, okay, but like, you know what I mean? It's like how, like that's the obvious first layer representation. Peel an onion back, and it's like a Russian doll set. If like how many actors is he? You know what I'm saying? It's like he's an actor, and then he's an actor, and then he's an act. And I'm not obviously, I don't know any about. I'm just using this as a as a as an example. But uh, I think I think you nailed it earlier with, with Joe Rogan being Jesus, is and and let me d- like explain that for the dum dums out there, right? Like just quickly explain Joe. Rog- it's an allegory. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm not. You, you, you can I'm think, think about that in mm-hmm. different ways. Look at, look at Darth Vader's rise from from Anakin to the like. Look at all of it. It's different representations of it. And then uh, that's what I loved about the Scarlet Horror series, man. It was the final click. I told you I was a little bit slow to understand things, was that it's all different ways of explaining maybe what's going on within your world, and maybe what purpose is, like. but it's still hard to grasp, even though they can be obvious with the representation, which is some of the questions I'll I'll maybe save for. I have have a few questions for you about this series, um, but we'll save that um, but to wrap up the the, the censorship part, this is, like the, that's the perfect allegory. It's like if you where does that end? And if you can't put yourself in Joe Rogan's shoes, if you can't put yourself in Jesus's shoes, and for all you psychopaths or atheists or whatever, if you can't put yourself in Harry Potter's shoes, if you can't put yourself in Alice's shoes, if you can't put yourself in uh, the uh, if even the Wizard of Oz, put yourself in all these characters and understand their role in your conscious. In the way that you perceive the world, like do some reflection, like instead of fucking blaming everyone around you. Like if Joe Rogan goes down, there'll be a different Joe Rogan. So you have to understand the whole allegory of what's happening so you can start seeing the pattern everywhere. Like you guys pointed out, is just being shoved over and over in different artists, maybe representation. Maybe now that I'm self reflecting, I'm thinking that they don't even, they may be doing this unknowingly. This is how they perceive life just done drugs so it's not maybe occult but maybe it's just like this is how i see the world
0: yeah yeah you know what i mean
1: very right sorry i rant a lot I mean, no, no 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 that was really that was very good because i do think looking inside you'll find a lot more of the answers and the truth mm-hmm. you know and sometimes i think like you know like 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 what me and lux well you know i i think we both agree on this you know, when we talk about tarot, I think to get the best uh, best way out of it really is to, I mean, you could look at the card, maybe read the book to see what it kind of tells you what it means. But really, in my opinion, you will get the most benefit out of that if you kind of stick with that little basic understanding of what that card means. Look at it, meditate on it, and find yourself in that card somehow, in your life. You know, and then like, believe it or not, you might start seeing the occult symbolism because now it means a little bit something to you and it'll all start to, I think, make more sense because if we look within, I think all that shit is all on the tarot cards.
0: All well, it, exactly, dude. And, you know, like one thing that I've been trying to push a lot more because I just realize how important this is lately is that trying to stress the importance, the absolute importance of people starting to, Listen to the message instead of the messenger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because again, you can watch a movie and it'll have a message, right? And like take, for example, like you just said, uh Wizard of Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz, you've got the cattle deer lion, the tin man, and you got the scarecrow, right? And they're all looking well, one's a coward, one's needs a heart, and one needs a brain. That is a literal occult principle playing out in front of you that you know, in order for you to become a balanced human being, you need to balance the heart, the mind and the brain. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people can see right past that and they'll think it's, Oh, it's just a story. You know, but it's really talking about how to take correct action and, and aligning yourself with the truth. So there is a message. And mm. if I were to discard the message simply because it's a show, then I would be really missing out on some wisdom, you know, Same thing with Alex Jones. He says a lot of truthful things, but we'll discard a lot of, you know, he of course says a lot of lies too, but don't we all? Mm. (laughs) The point is that we have to start to pull the jewels of wisdom from wherever we can and using them, integrating them into ourselves so we know the truth so that we become balanced human beings so that we know how to take right action in our world and, you know, Stop living in a uh, delusion and letting other people form your opinion for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that like almost circled everything we talked about in such a good summary, Lux. I love that. Yeah, that's that's it's so, so, so good to say. And uh, yeah, I, I cannot agree with you more, man. Like if people, like even like, like you can use that as an allegory to like Harry Potter, right? I got a lot out of that because I was 11 when that came out. And I was like, there's going to be a day that I'm just going to wake up. You know what I mean? Like I still feel like As I just turned thirty five uh, the other uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Man, I'm about to." Someone's like, you know what I'm saying? Someone's about to come knock on my door and tell me I'm a magician, and this is all <laughs> bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I and like uh, different things, like uh, Dumbledore's lines in there. Like, even in the darkest times, there's always light if someone just remembers to turn on, like, to turn on the light. There's always hope if someone just remembers to turn on the light. Those are really good things. Fast forward three years. J.K. Rowling's a transphobe. Like, she's a transphobic lady. So let's burn Harry Potter. And if you, like, no, that's, no. No, no, I learned some lessons. I learned some allegories. I learned the growing of people. I learned if you do bad things, it splits your soul. That's how I took it. Like, that's the way I perceived it. When you fuck up, you murder someone. In me, it was cheating on someone. If you cheat on someone, guess what it did? It split my fucking soul in two. So that I couldn't, be, I was never whole again. Like I literally was like, you, you can try to be happy. Either way you go, you're fucked. And that, and, and I thought Harry Potter I was like they split their souls into Horcruxes. When you do something that's against who you are, you split yourself, and you can't live with that because you're no longer, you're now living in two dimensions that are fucked up. I got all of that from Harry Potter, yeah. right? Like it's like <laughs> so people no, have to in message out whatever that is to them. And not worry if J.K. Rowling maybe said the N-word on the last (laughs) word of the book. Like, what? Like, no. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, and we get those things way too mixed up, thinking that just because, you know, someone is telling a lie, that means that they never tell the truth, and therefore you should never listen to them. You know, that's, I mean, it's really hard. It's such a basic concept, but it's really hard for, us to understand as a, mm-hmm. as a whole think and that's really why New York Patriot right, and I we try to show everybody these different archetypes these different symbols what they mean and how they can be you know translated because uh you know the more that you learn those symbols and that occult information the more you stop looking for someone to tell you an opinion that forms your belief but then you start to see the symbolism around you and then look at it from you know as so above so below and learning how to integrate that certain wisdom into yourself to make yourself better instead of just you know relying on a savior yeah yeah and you know and
1: then that really that that works in multiple ways i mean really like the you know we do the whole thing with savior stuff we do push that not having one and and i do do want to make it make it known because maybe i never just really expressed exactly how i you know think you know because i i do say certain shows i think they're, they're full of shit but and that they're scumbags, but uh, I'm I'm going to, you know, I'm adding to what Lux is saying too. Um, There is also stuff that these people have, you know, held and and truths that they do drop. What the thing is, is is what Lux is saying, is that we can't look at these people as complete truths. You know, we still have to come to our own, uh, our ideas, because maybe they are still a piece of shit, but as dropping truths. And the other thing that I just personal with me is that, uh, yes, not putting them up on pedestals and uh, maybe don't worry about sending them as much money as you normally do, you know, and, uh, Mm -hmm. and do that instead. (laughs) But yeah, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater as Lux
2: would say. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And even like, I think we talked about like, uh, I think offline, maybe somebody, being a certain way give me Joe Rogan so because he, he's fresh in topic like it's is everything he said it like you just completely you know just, it just he doesn't work with like that he super doesn't which is why I think he's a, he's a big threat and why this is like people do need to understand why this is important and going back to the censorship talk is because that's we're blanketing we're doing blanket statements we're doing censorship's job for it before it happens which has so many uh, crazy connotations I guess my, que- I have a question in my chat here for the, if Joe Rogan was concerned about Spotify, why wouldn't he just move to Rumble open platform and they offered him a hundred million. Wow. So like, this is like, this is one of the things that I've been trying to reserve myself from having an opinion on until I can properly assess what everyone's motives are. Cause like Rumble's obviously, they're gonna get money off of it. So then like, I don't know who controls Rumble I don't know if this is like spotify did this to youtube so is it impossible for someone to do it to spotify absolutely not so it's all in the world of possibilities so i don't know if anyone's being manipulated if it's just a money talk i don't know if joe wrote like who would give away a hundred million to someone and then be like yeah you can just go to rumble and take another hundred mil that's not how contracts work i'll let you know that so um
0: yeah i'd be really interested to see that contract
2: Mm-hmm because you see the video he came out and said like it's a legit contract
0: right because i'm wondering if those were because the the rules that spotify is making now were not in effect before you know this whole controversy and that's when rogan signed the contract so i have Mm -hmm. a hard time understanding how it is that he can be held to a new standard on the platform like i said i would just like to see the contract yeah without because- breaching contract
2: yeah like it's like okay you can cancel you can see owe oh, this but guess what it doesn't it says it doesn't say anything about taking off random episodes so fuck exactly. you exactly yeah no, no no i love that yeah yeah it's good that's right. a good train of thought so well, it's I like telling-
1: fuck, I, forgot how- I mean wasn't there even like didn't they have to change their terms of service just to be able to do something to rogan
0: Right, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, like it, it's just the whole fucking thing is just like, and you and you were okay with that. Like, I don't, you know what? I don't know. It's
2: just Yeah, like, it's, it's like that. That I said, this is this is what I keep I battled for every episode. Maybe my podcast is gonna start getting fucking repetitive, but I battle about it every time. This is the whole point of why you battle for free speech. Why you battle because it, like we were saying earlier, it's an allegory for if if him even if you disagree with what I'm saying, if you're a content creator, you should be especially heads up. Anything else? It's like, well, if what is it going to take? Like, is it going to take, like, do, it, do, those blue suits stand for the genocide of when the blue aliens came and killed humanity? Now that guy has a blue suit on. We're going to murder him and his family. And it's like, well, like, where does it end? And everyone's like, well, that's <laughs> all crazy. And it's like, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know like I said, maybe I just That's need to get right. into theater or movies no, no. and start no. making my own representation of my fanatical uh, mind because I, I really do think people miss the point and it's explained to them in fantasy and they can grasp everything in the fantasy world. Black mirror. did you see that black mirror episode bro? Did you see that? Oh my God, do you see that uh, Black summer with the zombies? Yeah, they all just lined up for vaccination uh, for uh, for uh, the in the show they lined up for at the, at the place and they uh, got things and now they alternate, but in the, show, but that can't happen anywhere. It's just a show. So that okay. it's, it's, oh man,
1: <laughs> Yo, you want to hear some weird mind fuck shit I had happen to me last night.
2: <laughs> yes, please.
1: Talk, talking about shit, you know, like, like now, like seeing, seeing, seeing stuff on TV and thinking about it, meaning something else.
2: Uh, a while
1: ago in our discord, I had, uh, I played I played The Secret of Nim during the time I think we were covering the Scarlet Horror, or it was right before we 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 put it out I was I played a few movies that I thought actually showed a good representation of the Scarlet whore Now uh one night I just happened to randomly I think I was looking for free YouTube movies to watch and I was like holy shit The Secret of Nim I remember that as a kid <laughs> and I'm looking at the cover and I'm like yeah this shit looks you know, to me I'm already seeing a cult shit and I'm like no way so I put it on and watched it and I was just like, yo what the fuck? this shit blew in my mind how to me it was very blatant like some stuff' just so in your face but uh you know there was a point when there came a time that they were talking about like what happened between the rats and the mice and the mouse and they were even showing like a uh, a situation where like there are lab rats, and they were injected with this stuff that now made them be able to read and understand and now they were able to break out of their cages it's changed them to where now they were like awoken in a sense but it was a science experiment well you know rats are getting fucking jabbed you know and it just seemed very much like kind of like what was going on now and then like last night it's funny me and lux were talking about a show called euphoria that we think Is a cult symbolism totally, you know, and there was a part where I was watching it last night where there's this girl, she's like strung out and she's at this lady's house that she owes money to. And um, she's like dope sick and pretty, you know, pretty much like just in a fucked up situation. And um, in my opinion, I think the lady in the long run was going to try to pimp this girl out to get the money that she owed her. But um, she was dope sick, and the girl was saying, the lady was telling her, I have nothing I can give you in pill form that will make you feel better. Sorry, I'm sold out. And she's like, but you don't mainly, you know, shoot, right? And the girl's like, no, I don't. She's like, well, then I can't help you. Well, now at some point, this girl is so fucking sick. She's like, you know, you sure you don't have anything? She's like, only, you know, in a syringe. She's like, fuck it, I'll take it. So, you know, so now this lady finally goes to go get this fucking syringe. And the syringe and the bottle of morphine just happens to be i mean I know this could be coincidental now and what I'm getting at is I do think the rat first of all rat backwards is star and I do think there's an occult symbolism with the the injection and that whole secret and him thing with the rats and the and the vaccines or whatever they were giving them um just so happens that when this lady goes to grab the syringe next to that morphine bottle there's a statue of a fucking rat next to the fucking syringe and I was like, yo, what the
2: fuck? The yeah, one it, of it, those it, weird things. things you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I love that. Was
1: it's- I, well, I'm i like, is this like symbolism from something that I was already shown, like, in the fucking 70s? Being retold again real quick with the rat and the fucking syringe next to each other before this girl might possibly be turned into a, you know, a sex slave. Yeah. yeah. You know, a slave. And, and was, uh, it was just weird. It was just one of those things where I was like, was that like a whole 360? Well,
0: and when you look at, you know, everyone is really, you know, kind of passionate right now about the the censorship stuff. And we're, we're talking about it a lot. And that's absolutely great. And it's probably one of the most important issues that we will have to face in our lifetime. But for listeners, I'll tell you this, that the greatest act of censorship happened way, 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 way longer ago than we think. And it all starts with censoring occult information that the effect of secret societies taking these occult principles and then putting them in the dark is the greatest act of censorship mankind has ever seen. And it's affected the trajectory of every single human being on the planet earth. Now, what they do is since they've censored this occult information, They do, they tell us the stories that they know, right, in public, but they do the same thing that we do. You told the Red Care Bear story. It was you were telling a story, right? That was, you were telling a story within a story. So when they show us all of these movies and in, you know, Euphoria and everything, these groups, these occult wizards, you know, they're using occulted censored information, but they're telling it to you in the same way that we're describing things now in a, a vague and amorphous way where we change one word or another. but with there's really a, a true story being told there. and that's why we try to break down the symbolism so much mm. so that we can show you the language that they're using that we have no no idea we just think it's a movie, we just think it's a song, we just think it's a whatever. Listen, mm-hmm.
1: I'll even put it this way and I think I think Lux will even agree with me with, with this and maybe some people might think this is a little bit too uh, too too far out there but I even think if, if you were to really be able to understand the symbolism and have a good idea you will be able to look at things or a show a movie or a logo on a certain item and already kind of have an understanding of what their belief and their understanding is within. This whole occult world we're living in, you know what I'm saying, and you will already know to stay away from that bullshit because you know that's the bad part of occultism and magic.
2: So I going to break this you, down. This you get
1: probably, probably, like yeah, like a symbol to tell people who they are or to represent. You know how far we've gotten in magic and occultism how far we've gotten in something like that like a family crest can be something like that just like a logo and just like a fucking, you know storyline within you know a movie or something it's just one big fucking artistic way to prove a point and i think if you start to understand the symbolism you can kind of like lux is saying stay out of the matrix because you'll already see what's bullshit and you'll understand what that's trying to do It's just trying to change mm-hmm. your thinking
2: right so so that's my question and one of the things that i appreciate about you guys is exactly what you said is you try to break down the symbolism right um one thing that i struggle with which gets me back to like how do we stru- like get some of the symbolism uh like you i think you sent me a great book on it uh, i i've been checking it out. i haven't read it completely but how do we get the symbolism so that we're understanding because even like in using your story earlier where you're like rats backwards is star like it's like i get that right but then like, what does star even mean? Right. Like I'm, and this is where like, when I'm trying to explain to people who maybe are even less understanding than me, how do we meet people where they're at? Because on, on like star, what does that mean within it? Cause I, I'm I, like, I see all the symbolism, but now I don't get what the symbolism means. So, and I, and I think we, that's why I always pester you, uh, Patriot. And you do, you did a good example. It's like, that is kind of the way you kind of explained it. The way I took it is like, that is the journey of life. Right, it's like how you unlock all the symbolism to yourself. How you find the meaning where you go, and these are other people. Like you just said, almost now I'm trying to put this into context. That's other people telling you how they interpreted the meaning and how they got it. But I just like, like I said, I'm always like my brain just works eight steps ahead. So when I hear like the star, I'm like, well, what does the star mean? And you're like, well, when these <laughs> people are telling you like their meaning in life, I'm like, well, what do they say is the meaning in life? I was like, well, what do they get at? Like, what, what is the real meaning? I know Harry Potter kills Voldemort, but like. What does that mean? <laughs> That's where I go. So I'm kind of like, you know, how do you, how do you like? I'm just, I guess I'm crazy, but I just no, like always you, think like you, you, need know,
1: is, ahead, you know. It, and you bring up it's like, a, how do you even like start to even like have conversations like this? And I think uh, the problem is, is that uh, we've been so indoctrinated to believe on, to hold on to beliefs so hard that we can't let them go. And and honestly, I, I really, you know, and, and this is from my own experience. You know, there was at one point I had to tell myself, as much as it sucked, I and this is before any magical experiences, and I think this is what really helped me get there too and to, you know, have great experiences within myself and God. Um, I had to tell myself at some point, you know what, I, I don't think I have an idea about shit really anymore, you know, and I, I had to really just say almost, I think I need to start from scratch with everything. I love that. You know, and then when you do, yeah, but that's so fucking hard because mm-hmm. we've been programmed to have an ego that's going to be like, no, 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 don't do, that. Don't do that. that. That's what makes you who you are. Well, no, that's actually what limits me to who I am. You know, so our ego will fucking, you know, it's got chains on us. We've been mm-hmm. brought up like that to be like that. It's not your fault. It's just how society and just this world is designed, I think is to, uh, you know, keep you like that. And you for me, I had to, and I'll use, again, I love using his his way of saying it, David Bowie, you know, whatever people may think about him, he was definitely an occultist, regardless if you think he was fucked up or not. I think he said some pretty inspiring things. He said, at some point, you are going to have to, if you and this was advice that they had asked him on an interview, just a little spiritual advice, because, they you know, they knew he was into shit. Mm-hmm. His advice was, you're going to have to one day, if you want to be happy and to really find your way in the world and to be, you know, just happy and, you know, enjoy life. You're going to have to figuratively burn down the world that's around you. You're you're, just, you're going to have to destroy it. And from those ashes, you're going to have to build the one that's
2: real to you or the one that you want to be in. Like a phoenix. Is a phoenix an occult symbol? Yes, oh, is it? Yeah, well, I do. Of course, it is. Harry he was, taking,
1: he was taking very serious, I think, occult advice. You know, and and handed did it down in a digestible way for some people, right mm-hmm. there with what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. in all actuality, I think for you to break out of the matrix that we're in, which is a part of magic, the good part of magic that I think exists, is breaking out of the matrix and actually having freedom you're going to, because of the lifetime of programming, you're going to have to at some point tell yourself, I know jack shit. Yeah. Let go of it. And and that's so hard. So that's why I think it makes it hard for us to have conversations is because of that one problem already.
0: Yeah, right. Right. And even when you look at, like, um, just what I wanted to circle back to real quick with New York Patriot talking about the star stuff, Right. So to, to him, it makes total sense. To, to other people, it might seem like a total stretcher like this. Really, what could that possibly mean? Well, you take a look at what he said. They're using all these injections on the rats. Well, you see it also appear, you know, with uh, what we were just talking about, you know, euphoria. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the star, right, if you look at the star in the tarot, the star would be the dog star Sirius. And if you look at what Sirius means as if you're looking at it from like a scientific point of view, Sirius is this, you know, it's a constellation called uh, Canis Major. But he's he was saying how it could have some type of connection to the injections and all of that stuff. Well, let's take a look at Sirius real quick. Well, Sirius, has uh, a white supergiant next to in the in the constellation that's called Delta. And another supergiant that is in that constellation is called Omicron. Shout out Omicron.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> for all the YouTube senses, we're big fans of Omicron here, all three of Right,
0: us. huge yes. fans. So, see, they're <laughs> hiding in rumors, right. plain sight. You know, what are the chances? that that star that star also goes back to the tarot and when you look at the tarot it says yeah it means serious and then you look at serious and you know Delta Omicron and rats getting injections everything starts to make a little bit more sense
1: yeah. you know and you oh, know what and you, and you know so why, I, I said star, why I say star and this is my take on it this will you know even this is going to make it even deeper and feel like this makes it even harder now mm-hmm. to have a discussion but uh uh, the reason I say star a lot is because of the way, you know, from my own experiences through magic and stuff, I, I see as like a light bulb hanging from a ceiling. Uh, Let's say, let's say like all, all three of us were just hanging out. I got a ladder set up, totally fucking dark. I'm up there. Uh, Lux hits the switch, you know, the light bulb goes on, you know, and it's just hanging from the ceiling and it, it's illuminating the whole fucking floor. Uh, then shut it off. No, no, Leave it on. Go get me the spaghetti strainer. Let mm-hmm. me go climb up the fucking ladder. All right, go shut it off. Let me let me go put that spaghetti strainer over on top of that fucking light bulb now. Just Lux, hit the light. Now that one source is being split up in all these little fucking lines and these little fucking dots are being shot to the fucking ground. I believe in my experience through magic and just my experience with God, my spirituality, I believe that we are all... That light bulb just split apart from each other, having our own separate experience inside of a prison. Unfortunately, you know we are all in with magic can go back to being that star and start working closer to God and out of this fucking hellhole.
0: Right, and that's why we have it backwards. So instead of being stars, we're rats. Yes, (laughs) I like yo. yo, And get this, get this, get this.
1: Just fucking blow your mind right here. Right here. Rats. What's the fucking the Pied Piper doing? Through sound. Just through fucking playing sound. He's manipulating a bunch of fucking rats and got them following him. That's exactly what the human race is right now. Frequency jail.
2: Yeah. 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 Man, I, I, I... Like I said, this is... This is probably what makes your content, in my opinion, so fucking digestible and addicting. Is every every topic makes me want to ask you 8,000 questions. Like what you're saying, like, cause it just, I my brain works four steps ahead. So it's like when Bro, you see this light and you're, and you're, we all try to get back up. What is the, like, what's that look like? But that's too deep for a question. I want to ask you that one offline. I want to get everything, cause this yeah. is my whole point. I don't want to get anyone else lost. And in these moments, like, Because I think uh, this is almost what my question about Gematria was almost going to be about this. Is it just grasping at straws, coincidental stuff? Is it predictive? Is it post-cryptic? Like, is it just like almost like writing? And then uh, this is such a crazy deep topic, but I guess I just don't know where to start like on everything and and all these like i loved how you pulled out the tarot so the tarot's been something i've been trying to just maybe read a book about try to understand just so i can like you said i'm not i don't want to understand what each and every i want to figure out what how that could pertain to each of my life how am i the scarlet whore to some people mm. so well, you know you know Who am my gatekeeping for for someone because i was a scarlet i'm thinking about it, i was a scarlet whore to a couple of people where i was stopping them from being that I got myself out of that way. They're the happiest people. And in my life at the time, I was like, I'm ruining it. I let that go and they live fulfilled lives. So I, like, I don't know how to explain that within my own out, like life outcome, but I'm, yeah. like I said, everything feels like I'm so close to understanding it, but it's just like right outside my grasp. Well, what I was going to tell you real quick, two things. And then
1: I, I think I want to hear Lux talk about Jematria Cause he's probably a little bit better with it than I am. Uh, um, One, that book I sent you that I told you, that one that was a Kabbalah book, um, it talks about the paths. I would suggest if there's certain tarot cards that you want to, you know, whatever, pay attention, you know, focus on, read wherever it falls inside that book as well. I think that will help you a lot with maybe finding that situation in yourself. And two, we all. Every single one of us, male or female, doesn't matter what, how the fuck we were born. We all have the potential to either be a scarlet whore and or the beast. Both of them, my opinion. Let alone in charge, unbalanced. You're fucked, in my opinion. And I, this might sound controversial. When the scarlet whore and the beast. Do cross paths at some point. That is when you get the balance and the beauty between both. He said beauty and like uh when you out of my
2: friggin' head, man. And you beauty and the beast. Apart, I was thinking Disney there.
1: When you pull them apart, you know, I mean, even think of it like this. And and this is something I think another fuck Crowley again. But uh, you know, he said to get sometimes the most chaos. You need to be having both polarities of something pulled away from each other the most. Now, if you even try to look at the tree and you watch how the male and the female energies keep zigzagging, that one point at Tifereth, when that's the time where there's balance and beauty and you have the chance to start going up towards Kether, is at that point when both of those pillars have actually connected and crossed the side that can be the scarlet whore and ruin fucking society and, or to, the, to the leftist like we're seeing now or the beast that can turn into a Hitler on the right side have come together. Somehow the beast now has compassion and now somehow this woman that's just never fucking happy with anything and keeps destroying shit, trying to find love has now found something. They're together and now the beauty and the balance. In my opinion, that's when it happens. You need to have both balanced.
2: Did you write the movie Beauty and the Beast? Tell me right now, honestly. No. This is the story of no. it. She's like no, a lonely lady do- who's like too docile. She doesn't understand how to be the best. her. She's literally used to, she hates her life. So she runs away, finds this beast who's unbearably overbearing hate, like, runs with her iron fist and she softens his heart. Yeah, he makes her realize that, like, you know what? Maybe he, it could he be makes a little her bit feel loved. Up. Make it, and she feels loved. It, it, there's, there's a cross.
1: What do you have? You have the power, and then you have the love mm. together, and then that's when you create beauty mm. and balance. And the, the sad thing is, is that we've been so programmed that when the beast is said, that automatically means fucking Satan. And you're going to hell. And when the scarlet whore comes, you, you just think of sexual, all sorts of crazy biblical shit. That you it look, it, just if you tossed all those things aside and listened to what I just said, I think you would actually see that a lot, and especially in movies.
0: Yeah, and there's the reason why they use you know the male and the female symbology is because of you know, even more occulted reasons, meaning that the, the extreme feminine is where you sort of live only in emotion. Mm. And then the extreme masculine is where you live only in logic. And that in order for you to create good action that you need to balance instead of living only in emotion, and then or totally only living in logic, you know, when you bring those to balance, like and why I was saying, you know, symbology for your heart. Being emotion, your mind, being logic, and not letting either one of those two things rule, but to come into harmony together for you to, you know, know the truth and execute your will in a way that is perfected.
2: Yeah, man. You guys, we we need to like put this on a paid program. We just got the <laughs> secret of life.
1: Yo, you know what? I and mean, you know, I, I I'll even I'll, I'm going to even toss in another example of how how I think Lux will see this too because I see I saw it in euphoria at least in the first season Same fucking story over and over again you have this one character Jules now she's a fucking tranny that is the hermaphrodite on the bottom of the left pillar pushed to an extreme you know the whole left side to an extreme where it's like not you know you're all fucked up you know what I'm saying And then the right side, there's this dude whose father's like a fucking animal and a fucking no compassion, just fucking a fucked up person, just fucks anything. He's just fucked up. And his son's turning into the same thing. He blackmails people, fucks other dudes, fucking girls, fucks fucking jewels, fucks fucking dudes, blackmails people. You have the one side, the male, he's playing the beast, or the prince, really, before he turns into who his father is, I think the beast, you know, and the older, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then you have Jules on the other side, which is the left pillar. There is times in the movie, now where I'm saying, like, I'm okay with this type of shit, but there is times when they actually aren't trying to fucking blackmail each other, kill each other, and they are actually having, I think, a, a real, like, loving moment. And then all of a sudden... They're just pulled away from each other. And then each lives on as, when they pull away from each other and all of a sudden hate each other. I can, people can't see us together. Whatever reason it is that they pull away from each other, their personalities go fucking haywire and they go much more worse to the each side that they were just on. It's, it, it just shows you how it's the mixing. It's mm-hmm. the in the life's balance of balance.
2: energies. Yeah, life's a balance. Uh, I think uh, harmony is a great word, right? And it's safe. And I think that's that's the thing that I keep asking because I'm, an anal- I'm an analytical, logical brain. And every time you say something, I'm like, "Well, what does that mean?" Or "Where's it?" But I think it's as simple as like if you just want to break it down, life's about balance. And I think if you want to find tarot, so I was putting a lot of emphasis into tarot, and I'm saying, "Oh, I don't really get tarot." Or "Oh, the tree of life's this." Break it down for dummies right now in a minute. Tree of life has represents different aspects of of something. Maybe let's call it life represents different aspects. Yeah. The tarot, as you guys pointed out in your program, live on Rumble and all the channels, check it out below. But you guys need to watch the Scarlet Horse series. You talk about how the tarot is going different parts of the tree. So if these are representations nice. of each part of the tree, aka different parts of life, it will show you that there's a left side and a right side. And sometimes the extremes of left side and right side now we can get in politics and you talk about anything extreme of anything is terrible the yeah. answer obviously in the tree that shows i don't even know what all the all of the things are but would be that every time that there's the cross and the harmony that's where life is this is the point of everything this is where masculine meets feminine and you're the beauty meets the beast the compassion meets the the, the craziness and we're and that like almost makes you think if life is how tribalism is killing us because it's forcing it away from, like we all know if left meant right, there's the answer. Hey, guess well, what? See, You're both fucking right. You're both and, right. But We can't have that.
1: And you know what? And and this is where I was actually going with the whole thing with Crowley too, with the, the extremes is where you get the most chaos. And I think by design, that's exactly what's happening. Instead of, Instead of us being balanced, we're being pulled. Through censorship, social media, conspiracy theorists, this and that, all these other sounds, movies, whatever, whatever influence that can be used, drugs, whatever. That's it's being done on purpose. I think. I think we are being pushed to those extremes to cause
2: chaos. Right. So, so let's back it up for where I'm thinking. i I'm. Oh, this isn't gonna back it up at all. I'm like in a different land of crazy. This is what I'm talking about. We're on mile fifty. Anyone who's on mile one, just you're in trouble but like on the on the like somatics, right we were talking about frequency jail i don't know you guys are familiar with somatics? like the, the the how sand will move on a plate
1: mm-hmm.
2: so like uh i was was watching this video and like the the moments in between the frequencies when they're changing the frequencies and this the, the sand seemingly is going everywhere but then it settles do you think that when we're in these chaos moments that it's gonna settle because like nothing lasts, right? And do you think that there's different people, different entities, different consciousness, whatever you want to call it, that are affecting it in different frequencies? Which is why we see so much chaos. It's never going to settle, or are we just in the shaking process and it's going to settle into a different uh, geometrical Fibonacci-esque
0: sequence
1: eventually? Yeah. Um, I, I, I,
0: That's fuck. It's released in the golden dawn. Um, they view they view it as though we live in uh, you know we have seasons on Earth we have summer and winter and fall and we understand those concepts and so in a much larger scale again as so above so below we also go through cycles on a much larger grander scale and certain energies from at least from the golden dawn's perspective energies from certain constellations can influence certain uh, certain seasons, you know, on the grander scale. And so they understand these different cyclical, you know, processions. And so that's how they're able to use magic and the knowledge of tarot and astrology to figure out sort of where you are in that procession and what you can do to perfect yourself th- needed to more or less escape the matrix but also how to bring energy into one of those seasons you know so think about it like uh you wouldn't plant seeds at winter time you know you're going to plant seeds when it's time to 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 plant you're going to plant them in spring so they understand that concept and that's how they're able to have such an influence on everybody keep all the information hidden but then totally understand it when
2: man just when i thought i was like like, you know what i've been like i've been good for a while i haven't been my curiosity's been taking a little nap game over lux it's like (laughs) i can talk to you for eight years like consecutively i'm not even i'm not even (laughs) kidding about this because i have have a like i'm so curious and i uh why do you think i asked you to come on yo right bro like (laughs) i'm like you know what if i
1: want a good show and somebody's gonna ask fucking questions I'm gonna hit this dude up. Oh, I have nothing no. but I'm a
2: five year old. Astrology was really... one of the ones that I had on there because it's something I've been kind of researching. We, uh, Patreon, we had a little thing in the Instagram where we talked about the sidereal. Oh yeah, this, the, uh, the yes. different types of uh, thing, but oh, I was looking into this, and I understand the house, and then I started reading into uh, astrology, which I thought was for white girls, justifying the reason they're single. But it legitimately there's like it, it makes a lot of sense. So then when you read. Different energies like the moon, simple example, the moon has enough energy to change the tides probably has some other implications in its cycle when you're born. I get all that, but I just,
1: you know, know, and and I want to make this say this real quick, too. I don't think, uh, you know, and this goes along with like kind of what you were saying with the cards in the tree. And I'm going to get back to astrology because you made a funny remark about women. But I I think this is ladies. this was part of a problem. I you know it probably goes for men too, but this is this is part I'm, of. Think, I'm stingling, I'm
2: started looking. The side, yeah. the sign up in the bullshit. Yeah, you will. Oh, this
1: this me. is part of the sign up in the bullshit when it comes to magic and people thinking they understand. You know, a lot of times in magic, uh, and I think on the tree, and even especially with zodiac signs, I think sometimes they're really much more of kind of uh, the vice or the reason why you are so bought into this reality and so in love with this reality that might keep you from leaving it and having any real spiritual or magical experiences. Yeah. I think a lot of those are, um, or really more of like, kind of like showing, you know, cause think about it. This Zodiac is ruled by so-and-so. Think of that. Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. You know, it's, that's telling you right there, something I think in itself, you know, um, but it's so So people have to realize, and I think people don't realize that, that uh, not everything that you're looking at, you might be looking at the problem and accepting it in a different way. You're not actually reading the occult message. It might be telling you more of like, this is actually what's keeping you in chains. So, like, when you had mentioned something about, you know, astrology and women, and I'm going to bring it up, and I've mentioned it a few times, when I was big into, you know, uh, practicing, and I was, you know, I was in tons of, like, witch groups, too, because there were some, you know, witch groups as well, as ceremonial magic groups I thought had some stuff to offer, not much. But um, there seemed to be this ongoing thing now, and I, I, I'm sorry, I, I really do think it was just more just to advertise that you were fucking a, a, a dog in heat. Um, you get a lot of women, you get a lot of women that seem to want to run with, well, since I'm a Scorpio, that's why I'm hypersexual. No,
2: I need to find some fucking Scorpio. So time out. The example I had was like the opposite end of that. So like, I'm maybe, I'm maybe,
1: maybe the Scorpio, that whole idea is Scorpio is one of the fucking handcuffs that has you attached to this matrix mm-hmm. and what you're doing is actually running with it instead of taking a look at it and realizing, well, maybe that's actually the, you know, one of the problems keeping me away from God or keeping me away from magic is that I'm so tied to this world. I have to find happiness and constantly having sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. Instead of ones with God, that's part of the handcuffs and people yeah. run with that shit. And that, that's actually a big problem that I had with the Lima, very sexualized. And that's part of the psyop. People will see sex and run with that instead of actual the message.
2: Yeah. And I guess and that's, that's the, like, on that don't even like, like the thing that I, once again, I'm not, this is where my mind goes is when you're saying that, it's like, where is like, when connecting you, uh, stopping you from God, stopping you from magic? I don't even think people, people, like, we have this idea of God, but I think what we're, the way you explain God, I bet you, versus what people would say. Is maybe a little bit different, and like the energy stopping you from learning. And I don't think people understand even what like they don't see the stealing. You know what I mean? It feels like it's like an invisible barrier that's being brought there. But like, yeah, you nailed it on the on the thing. I remember the comedian saying about like, like uh, it's like, oh man, uh, I can't help myself. I'm just a Taurus. Like, no, you're a bitch, Amanda. Like, you're not a Taurus. You know what I'm saying? You just you're a bitch.
1: This again goes back. Again, to like what we were talking about so much before, you know, people that probably run with that idea, uh, read a book, went online, looked up something and just accepted it for what it was. And this goes back to what I was telling you or, you know, me and Lux were saying with the tarot deck, look at it, get an idea of what it is and try to find that within yourself to find that truth of you. And then maybe you'll get more of a real understanding of what it's telling you instead of just reading something and taking what somebody else is telling you it means. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they can still be tell, talking in occultism that you don't understand. Right.
2: Yes. There's I, a you lot know, of. You guys so many <laughs> projects, but occult astrology is something you should put down. There I'm, is a I, lot. I, I'm, so I'm so excited by these come.
0: conversations. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I mean, like like he just said it's there's a lot of misinformation so it's difficult and i know I absolutely, yeah. I, I know that a lot of this stuff is put out just to kind of divert people away from true occultism because then you, you get a version of occultism but it's like the occult light you know so people sort of scratch the surface of of the the much deeper symbology of you know the tree of life and tarot and hebrew and and all of the the you know mm-hmm. occult subjects out there that you sort of get distracted with this surface level stuff because it's so hard to find real occult information out there yeah, it's um, insane. It, it's on insane. the internet it is it is impossible almost. most so
2: yeah it's insane like and even like on like the word divination
0: right?
2: i think it's an occult astrology type word. i don't know what it is the word divination let me explain to you how i think of this word that is a class that the crazy lunatic Professor Trelawney teaches in Harry Potter, which is openly mocked as a, as crazy people. Like, oh, look in the tree, tree, the tree leaves. And like it's mocked in the book and we all like divination. Then I'm like, oh shit, this is in this. So it's like the language hidden in with now information and and the occult symbolism of it. Is that, I'm really interested in astrology because like you said, I think that you've you've said something that's been stuck in my mind since you said it. I'm going to paraphrase here, but it's when you, like, it's almost like telling you like you, the seasons, it, like the astrology is almost, it paints a picture of maybe seasons in life. So sometimes when you're banging your head against the wall, is it because you're trying to plant in the winter? It is simple as that. Or so how do I potentially, and this is me just wanting to know the answers to everything my analytical, tell me what my life is about and how to live it so I can just go back to living it. <laughs> like what season am i in am i planting am i wearing snowshoes i feel like i'm just in limbo right now which is where i was telling patriot in all my texts it's like i'm grasping at straws i found out my uncle's a, or my grandpa's a freemason he had this cool ring there was so i feel like i'm right in like i'm harry potter about to be woken up and told i'm a wizard like i can't i don't know where
0: to start well, uh, well, I mean,
1: uh, I'll, I'll go first. I, I was going to say, something the, about
0: uh, what I was going to say about, you know, as far as the secret societies are concerned, they believe that we're at the end of a cycle more or less, or a new age, a new aeon, right? It's what they call it. And that they can more or less influence the characteristics of this age by using magic, right? and as far as like you know for for yourself i think that the most important thing is i, I when it, like you said divination mm-hmm. i think that so much occultism is also sort of fluff in in some ways because people will look all over the astrology stuff and and you know that's that's absolutely great it's very constructive I, i'm not discouraging that but one mm-hmm. thing that people often miss is that you know you you know what makes you tick you know what you like about yourself and you know what you dislike about yourself and oftentimes we'll consult a book to figure out what something means in our life when ultimately if we spent you know 20 minutes sitting down closing our eyes looking in you know in ourselves and saying okay man why why am i such a reactionary person what does this go back to like what when they talk about you know killing your demons thats what that means and I can't stress to people enough how important it is to monitor your thoughts what you think about on a daily basis what are reoccurring thoughts what are your desires what are the things that you know you shouldn't do but you still do them anyway what are your addictions things that are keeping you from expressing your free will that is you know unified in your mind and your heart right? Because some people do, they have, have these vices. They know, oh, you know what? I shouldn't be, you know, gambling right now. Okay. But I'm still going to do it anyway. So your, your logic, the male side of your brain is telling you, you shouldn't be doing this dude because you're about to run out of money, but your heart, <laughs> right? The emotion is like, no, just let me try it. There's just a <laughs> chance. And so what ha- that's a perfect example of the imbalance yeah i was just gonna
1: say that that's a total polarity right there right and Mm -hmm. so
0: so much of it in occultism is a bit unneeded because we can learn so much more from looking inside and being truthful with ourselves than looking for a book to decipher what we think that it might mean
2: Mm -hmm. and that's (sighs) and rabbit hole i I don't know if was saying this i brought this up before uh this is what like a lot of the self-help and personal development stuff teach uh, which is like that journey within, like you said. Like uh, audit your thoughts is a is a corporate phrase we learn in in um, in, in, like Tony Robbins teaches it, Lam teaches it. It's like audit your thoughts. Make sure go and fight your demons. Is like find out when who what who wronged you as a child. What story did you set for yourself to 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 deal with that? This is a story you told yourself as a nine year old child. How did that story now evolve as a thirty year old, thirty five year old, and what? racket or what's your act or what's the story you're telling yourself what's what's the what's the way you do what's your defense mechanisms so it's been funny like that's the way i've been seeing it's everyone you talk to everyone just like i am almost like have a superpower now where i see everyone's acts right it's like people are just like they're they're selling something they're defensive they just want to like you said lux avoid looking in the mirror myself included i want to be very clear about this i'm going like go to seminar. i want to avoid looking. tell me the answer patriot so i don't have to look in the fucking mirror i don't want to look in that mirror you know what i'm saying There's demons in there i'd wait rather you tell me the answer so that i can do a tarot card reading and tell you how my like i literally just told you that right before i was like mm-hmm. i want to tell you what season i'm in so that i can do it it's our incessant need to know what happens next i guess is or mine mm. the, you, know,
1: you know what i wanted to uh point out you know lux was just talking now about you know the head the the heart and the mind linking together and uh you know we talked about you know the scarlet horse series and you know i said hathor uh you know it was one of the forms of it she to me would be the maiden that would be kind of the beauty part of that side she's also associated with the heart chakra which is also green You know, chakra as well. So it just shows you right there, you know, again, maybe it's the connection between these two that somehow, you know, pull something off when you have those in sync, you know, the balance between them. Um, now when it comes to astrology and divination, all that stuff Lux just said before, what you were talking about that I consider shadow work, looking at yourself, really taking a look at yourself and doing some fucking deep inventory you know honest inventory that in my opinion is what will bring you to divination that will bring you to have divine moments in oneness with god in my opinion i think the whole there is a certain aspect to it yes maybe with the cards where some of it's legit but i think a lot of the divination with let me throw out some fucking cards and tell you some bullshit story. Unless you're looking at those cards and you you have somewhat of an idea and you're looking at them long enough to see a story being told in yourself and you're learning something about yourself. It, it's, it's, not, it's bullshit. It's not telling you your fucking future. I'm sorry. Those cards are just meant to tell you something about you. So why are you having somebody else fucking tell you about you and then giving them the 50 fucking dollars for it as well? You know, divination mm-hmm. to me. Word it itself is just having divine moments with the oneness with God, which is doing the shadow work, you know, and astrology. I think more of it is one, if we really understood what we were looking at, we would probably understand the reality that we're really in. Mm-hmm. Two, I do think the stories and the way that we're told astrology to understand it is all parables all stories just like we, we say with the scarlet whore it's a story mm-hmm. these are just little characters within the scarlet whore or the whole grand scheme of the one big story these are just aspects of that one big story you know and uh and also when it comes to astrology i also believe it or not i will even say i think it's just as much as hunger games when they realized that there was a fucking clock and system that they were in i think that astrology also falls under that as well that that's, that that, that, that we're uh, I always, that and understand, and understand perfect. that perfect. the cycle to the matrix that we're in mm-hmm. it explains that as well
2: mm-hmm. and and that's and that's what i want you to uh tell me right now <laughs> Explain the clock to me and tell me exactly. what time it is. I just <laughs> want to know what time it is. Like something like, literally, I, I freak out. Like I'm just like, man. Now this is where it all goes wrong. I know. You and, just and told what,
1: you all this shit to think about, so you can come to your own answer. And you said, "I tell
2: me." What you, know, you know what I think of is like I've been I've been uh, a fan of signs. Like when you just see a sign, so, like I've been seeing a white a white rabbit, and you know what I mean. And it's almost like the first time you see it. It's a sign, and you and you put your interpretation into. It. You're like, holy shit! What in the matrix? I'm mean, gonna follow your curiosity. Like, I'm gonna. But now, on my walk, I see seven white rabbits, and I'm like, seven white rabbits. What does seven white rabbits mean? <laughs> does that mean like go find seven people? And murder the, like like, it's just like you get like crazy. It's like I don't know. You you put so like so the first time. It's color color. Is the rainbow that I'm manipulating us. Yeah right. So it's <laughs> like how do I make green appear more? So then when I wake up with green, that'll mean I'm happy. It's like it's, it's, we put these dumb fucking connotations into it instead of just saying like let the mo. And I think that's what you mean by that's what I interpret. Once again, people could hear what you're saying and don't interpret that the way I interpret it is divination. Are those moments that that happens? And that's absolutely legit. It could be a different dimension. It could be a different frequency. Because I'm big into the multiverse frequency theory right now. That if you can't see a frequency, a certain frequency, because the human mind has a certain range of frequency that we can see here, whatever. So we know there's stuff that operates outside of that theory. That theory that I like lately has been like there's a multiverse, theory where we're all existing right here, right now within different waves and frequencies we can't. And sometimes those glitches in the matrix are when you, you, you somehow see that frequency or there's something that uh, yeah, crosses yeah. over. So that's where I've been lately. On.
1: I'm going to hit you. In, and unfortunately I'm, I'm getting this kind of from Tommy Chong because Lux would realize I didn't pull this one out. Of, I, I didn't pull this out my ass myself, but, and this is going to tie into what something that you said. And, and when he said this, I it really blew me away. Cause I was like, that's a perfect example to say it divination well, first off, I'll i from my own the way I look at it without being influenced, I see divine and nation in there. Um, the word nation to me is kind of like you know, if this country actually was together and as one and was like you know, all in one, we would be a nation. So it really is just me and an experience with God together, we are as one. That's what divination is. To get to that point, it's as if we're that fucking radio. We got all this fucking static going around us, telling us what to think, what to fear, what to hate, this and that. And we got to find that fucking tune, that little fucking, got to go through that bullshit and find that little fucking clear signal that shuts off everything else that we have that connects to that fucking, that makes us that star. And we start to connect to the whole again. And that's got to happen from within, not someone telling you.
2: Yeah, that's and really uh, like uh, really
0: thought provoking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, like frequency is is such an important aspect of the way that we exist because you know we do we do express a frequency. everything is frequency and vibration you know and like we were even talking about with the gateway project they break down how frequency is the everything to everything and that we only see a very limited frequency you know a very small light spectrum but in reality it's much much larger and this goes back again even to stuff we were talking about with the tree of life and like you know scarlet whore and uh even uh, like you said string theory m theory multiverse theory uh that's all expressed through frequency so you look at the word itself frequency free when see free when see frequency so it's literally in the word there you're free when you can see what this really is, you know, this is the existence of, you know, all of the stuff that we've been told, sort of about the way that the universe is constructed, all that in that document, the gateway experience, they pretty much say, yep, that's not true. And this really this way, it's so much about frequency, and being able to use these frequencies to sync the brain, the left and the right side of the brain to create what's called hemisync and then this allows your brain to function in a much different way where both sides are now synced together um even things from your heart rate certain arteries open that normally wouldn't when you're exposed to certain frequencies that sync the brain
1: now and- look at that though we're going back to the brain and the heart again
0: Real yeah. Again, exactly.
2: Brain and the heart, and, and left side, right side. Uh, two sides of trees. For 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 instance, two sides, how do you how do you how do you once again we're talking about crossing paths and the inside is where life is. How do you bring the left side and the right side in free, in congruency with each other?
0: And male and female, logic, and motion, You know. Okay. Straight up Straight up
2: the middle. And the hemisync for <laughs> those unfamiliar from the CIA.gov document of astral projection.
1: Uh, I mean, listen, even thinking of it as this way, I mean, this is is even something that you could just go Google now, and it's just real easy proof to show that people should at least wonder. You know, the simple thing of what we're all exposing ourselves to right now, why we're talking to each other, why we're recording, with all this equipment on right now, there is an EMF level. That is, you know, we are being exposed to EMF. All right, that is a frequency that comes off of everything that you're turning the fuck on. Hate to tell you, pretty much. Uh, anything over ten can start fucking you up. That is a known fact, scientific fact. Anything over ten start giving you headaches, paranoia, really fucking high extremes of it. You can technically hallucinate. This is a known fact. Why do you think fucking ghost hunters? and ghost fucking adventures and all those fucking shows walk around with those EMF detectors because they understand that high frequencies, things may get fucking weird, you know? So right there, a simple little thing like that, something our phone puts off in our pocket at a high enough frequency will affect
2: you. And just to get, off the sensors shout out sensors uh same with your fan same with your uh your, your uh plug-in mic because i tried i i heard about this and i was like i sleep i'm not even this is embarrassing i don't know where my phone is right now i sleep on my phone like right here like right here because i'm like like I'll, sometimes i'll fall asleep to audiobooks and i was like mm, i haven't been feeling great when i wake up lately i was like is that a thing so I took my phone out of my room and I was like, yeah, I got him. I, it's hot where I, it's like hot in the summer. So I have like five fans on me and an air conditioning. And I'm like, and then like a little plug in uh, clock. Cause I needed to wake me up as well. And I'm like, I, I always was curious about this, but an EMF detector. I wonder if that's just uh an Amazon purchase away from me having my home coast on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, believe you'll believe it or
1: not. I've actually seriously thought about buying that and a, uh, i people think I sound crazy. I want to get a thermal cam. Really, I'm thinking about buying a thermal cam, and I uh, I want to record myself going into a deep meditation and see if there's any differences. If you see anything, I would like to do the same thing, but with drugs. Like, like, like. (laughs) There's there's times when I, you know, I'm I'm not boasting. I feel like I can pull myself almost to the brink of, you know, maybe crossing over. I do believe if I have, you know, one of those machines. That will show, like, you know, thermal and energy and heat. I guarantee you, you will see something if I'm really doing that. You will see something change. I 100% believe that that equipment can show you that shit as well. You saw Arcade
2: 81, right?
0: No. Oh. No. I've seen it, yeah.
2: It it's, it's just the one, I don't want to ruin it, but it's just there's the one part where they're taking pictures and they're trying to see the the spirit within the picture. It's captured. You really? know what I mean?
1: Oh, I've seen something. L- Oh, you know what? I might it's have actually about, that. That's why when you said that, I immediately... Yeah, asked, you know what? My, wife, my wife actually put that on uh, because someone had told her it was all right. And I think, believe it or not, because I was too busy, I think, working on episodes. I wasn't paying complete attention, but I remember them taking pictures and like seeing like this fucking demon thing. Yeah. Like, basically summoning it, and they were taking pictures to try to see
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was super, super messed up that show's crazy like like right. i said I, yeah, I, like, now
1: I wasn't paying attention
2: yeah that's where i was like man i've been um i've been that's where i've been trying to figure out what i do is like i've been taking myself out of everything i've been taking my 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 opinion my view my shaking my fist and i've just been if the world is a stage shot on shakespeare like what is all this talent i was like what is this allegory is it another representation of the Scarlet Horror? Shout out to the occult rejects, which I love series now. It, or is it a, a more of a, a different movie? It's a beast. Maybe it's different. So now, like my understanding, especially under like, because I'm not gonna lie, the thing I like about your content is how much it confuses me. I don't like be. I don't like knowing <laughs> what I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like challenging my own thought. When well, someone tells me the just, earth what is what round, I love going into, the, reach into your- my own so so yeah i I love that and on the on the thing i've been getting is to break it down for my analytical brain right side take over is there's tree of life and almost everything is an analogy or, or an allegory of each of each stage in some way shape or form and to try to navigate on what you want so when you guys talk about focusing on, a, on an area of the tree, I always thought that, I was like, yeah, cool, I'll figure this one out in five steps to this puzzle. But all you're saying is, each if each place of the tree has a representation of whatever that represents, even tarot cards, if it's a uh, um, a masculine energy versus feminine energy, is the easiest one. If that is the representation, then maybe look for that story, or when the stories of when that left side dominates, and it's only that left side, See what the story tried to tell you. Maybe he said, "Hey, it didn't end well." And then the right side dominated, and then that didn't end well. When they Brilliant. found the way in that particular instance to cl- to cross over, that's the money shot, right? Like that's yeah, the come shot of life is mm-hmm. uh, is as disgusting. People would say, but "Like, is am I close to getting the meaning of life?" <laughs> <laughs> You're on your way. Well, let me tell you. I'll tell you real quick. You know what you were
1: saying, kind of like. With the tree of life and seeing, I guess, like you know, your own aspects and stuff. Um, I think you nailed it right there for real. I think that is the uh you know that tells you everything. I I think the tree of life, if you understand it good enough, shows you how to get out of the matrix, how you came into the matrix. It'll show you the shit side of you and it'll show you the good side of you, and it'll show you the balance side of you. But uh fuck now, I forgot. Oh. Um like you said, like going around the tree, uh, Fuck, I totally forgot where I was gonna say now. I'm so sorry. Fuck it, no, it was something it was something with like the story though, like within the tree, how you can fuck, I lost my train of
2: thought. Sorry. Uh different sides dominating and like how they're allegories. That's what I was saying.
1: Oh no, so now when it comes to magic though, when it comes to magic, with now my opinion without a K. This is different when you're you know, I guess more of doing more psychological stuff on yourself you know what I'm saying, but not totally, you know, going somewhere else. Um, It is very much like what you're saying with how the tree of life is kind of like a roadmap, because if I wanted to do a ritual to attain something within myself or whatever my, whatever I was looking to get, I would have to, for me, this is probably the same thing did You look on the tree of life and see where that is or what, how that matches up. What now? What energy goes with that? What planet goes with that? What symbols go with that? All that fucking shit, herbs, crystals, you know, all that stuff, all these associations. And uh, depending, and then it could also be depending on what time of the year it is, what's going on with, you know, the moon, what's going on with the sun. So now it's as if you have to have a GPS. Of showing you the multiple ways that you can get to the one spot you're trying to go to, Mm -hmm. and then as a magician, you have to map that out, and then that's how you would probably for me, that's how you would perform your ritual for whatever you're trying to get. So I mean, it literally almost is gps to where you want to put yourself, where you're trying to. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. And
1: like, like, and when I'm saying like a good magician, and I'm going to put it, this is another fucking thing, Mercury retrograde. Oh God, motherfuckers throw that shit around for fucking every fucking reason. If you're a good if you're a good magician, Mercury retrograde shouldn't mean jack shit to you, because you will understand that there's ways of going around it through energy, through magic, and to still get what you want through your GPS.
2: You know what I'm saying, dude? One hundred percent. I want to be super cognizant of time because I just saw a message. We don't have too much time uh, left. I want to first thank you guys for taking the, the, the time with me. I want to get into this discussion a little bit more. I was genuinely going to straight up like, can we do a live tarot reading? Uh, can <laughs> someone pull a card for me? Like, I, like I, I'm i so interested in this topic and the way I've evolved in thinking about it because uh, like I said, it's it's been a very specific way, but I will save a lot of the crazy because you know me, all my questions are loaded with 20 to 40 minute conversations. So... <laughs> Uh, I do just want to thank you guys for letting me expand my crazy. Yeah, I'm man. still gonna be pestering you. I didn't even come close to some of the questions I had for Scarlet Horror, uh, yeah. symbology, uh, rings, yo, Freemasonry. So,
1: yo, listen for real, and and, and 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 I think you know Lux will say the same. I hate that I always speak for the guy, uh, <laughs> but but uh, and and I, and I'm not complaining about shows that we've been on, not at all. But I think we're always up to if somebody wants to spend the time to actually write down some real deep shit and to come and bring it to us to just to try to understand neither us or occultism and magic we're all for that so if you want to like you said you have all these ideas write them down interview us and we'll put it out cuz we'll yep. probably be one of Got the it. best fucking episodes we do <laughs> yep. no no i'm being serious when when you because there's so many there's so much other shit to ask us about the fucking OTO and the Golden Dawn. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, like you said, everything's just like 80,000 ways you can Yeah,
1: just our outlook on things. Just to take that into factor, not even to say it's fucking true. Just, you know, there's so many more things. Totally. And, yes. And, and, and I see you as being one of those people. So listen, you got questions, man. Get them down and we'll make a show out of it because I'm sure as hell we'll all have a fucking great time. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately why we're we're doing what we're doing, you know, the occult, the occult. <laughs> yes.
2: I think that's where our, where our uh, where we really align.
1: Yes, and if there's, yeah. if you're confused, ask.
2: Yeah, and I think that's where we really align is my, my goal of the show that I sometimes lose sight of is I just want to get people to just think differently, challenge their train of thought, challenge what's around them. And you do that by asking questions and sharing, which yeah. to top this, which is why censorship is crazy bad.
0: absolutely awesome well i think that's a good good place to wrap it up that was perfectly said and um yeah this is a great conversation guys i mean really we we all learn from each other during these sessions you know yes our mind is just as open you know we, we we try to share information but we never want to come off as like uh Teachers or something? I I don't know. Like all knowing. It's yeah, like, you're exactly. You're
2: trying to really. use your like just like a movie. They're trying to represent their art and represent their story and their understanding. That's what you guys are doing. And, and right. what and if people, this is the whole problem with Joe Rogan. People take you directly on your word without saying, Hey, what Patriots saying? How is that me? How is Patriot me when he's talking about this? How's Lux? What Lux saying? How's his experience growing up in a racist society with the KKK running riot? How does that how is that me? It's not directly me because I'm not stupid. I have a brain. You know what I mean? How is that an allegory of what's happening in my life? And I think that's the challenge I've been trying to get people is how do you put yourself in other people's shoes for real? Yeah, you know, and I I think what Lux was
1: saying, you know, we just want to get people to think. And I'm going to quick just, you know, David Bowie, a line from the Black Star, Dark Star, whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, We were born upside down, we were born the wrong way round. To me, that is telling me is that we're looking at things at the wrong angle. You don't have to look at it from our angle, but just please, start looking at the world around you from a different angle than it's being given to you.
0: That's all, man. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, coming on, guys. It's been really awesome. Uh, Do you want to go ahead and Tell everybody where they can find you again uh, real quick. Uh, real Fake Talk Show.
2: Yeah, for sure. Real Fake Talk Show on YouTube. Right now, Spotify. That feels like such a cop. out. Oh, damn it. Uh, Spotify <laughs> and Apple Music. Uh, and we'll be uh, releasing content. Uh, Going to be trying to go weekly content. So uh, you can find Real Fake Talk on Twitter. The Real Fake Talk show. We'll link it on all in, in my episode as well. So uh, Twitter, Instagram,
0: Apple, YouTube. Awesome. New York?
2: Uh, yeah, well,
1: I mean, I'm sure most people already know where I, where I am, but I mean, you never know. You could have came across Lux all on your own and didn't even know who the fuck I am. Uh, the NY Patriot, I have my own show uh, on BitChute Rumbles, Spotify too, just as of now, and uh, pretty much any you know major podcasting host. And then I also share the show with you, Lux, my partner in crime. Uh, you know, Someone I can say is probably one of my best friends. Uh, the occult rejects, and that is uh, available on BitChute, Rumble. We do have YouTube now. Um, that's on, you know, that's going to have a collaboration of all three of our shows and uh, all major podcasts as well,
0: right? Yeah, so, uh, of course, you can find uh, Lux Rising Podcast. You can hit me up on Twitter at Lux Rising or I'm sorry, Lux8th A E T H and, uh, probably gonna be posting a lot more content here got some great interviews coming up some great content to talk about some different occult subjects shed some light on some pretty weird stuff that i've been aching to talk to you guys about um make sure to check out our discord for the occult rejects our discord is popping that thing there's so much wisdom being shared in there i'm surprised that uh you know i'm surprised uh Every time I go in there, it's nuts how much stuff that I see that I never would have even thought of. Considering yeah, that information, I've never seen before. Book recommendations. That place is awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you like- one thing
1: too. I didn't realize like how many people were actually in there. Like it has actually grown. Like, I went to go hit like add everyone today to just let them understand the shit with Spotify, and then, you know it tells you how many people. you yeah, hit. I like, yeah. I was like, holy fuck! I, you have that many people in here. Like, I didn't realize how many people are reading the fucking Discord. I was like, I'm tagging that many people right now. So, right. you know, it, there is a lot actually, and it's, it's a lot of it's from our fans, man. So check it out.
0: Absolutely. Uh, like we say all the time, the people who listen to us, uh, I mean, really incredible, incredible, incredible audience. Salt of the earth, really great people. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to like, comment subscribe if you found anything in here valuable uh important and please make sure to share it with friends family people who you think could benefit off of this information Um, it's the only way that we survive all of this crazy stuff that's going on with you know people censoring it try and get this information out to people in the same way that you know we worry about how long we're going to have a channel on this you know, platform or this platform. So uh, the information, if it's important to you, try and you know, think of it the same way that it could be gone tomorrow from one of those platforms, maybe never to be heard again. So just try and uh, share it with people who you might find might find it interesting. And um, once again, thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Later.